Great investors are not defined by their ability to predict the future, but by their discipline to stay focused on their long-term goals, their commitment to continuous learning, and their unwavering belief in the power of diversification. Success lies in patience, knowledge, and the courage to navigate the ups and downs of the market with unwavering conviction. Be guided by strategy, not emotions, and let time be your greatest ally in the pursuit of financial prosperity. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. Well, today Dave is going to take those thoughts and break them down with a bit of the goal of you becoming a successful investor. Ever wondered how to be a successful investor? Well, listen in on this podcast as Dave is going to tell us how. So Dave, take it away. All right. Thanks, Nate. And thanks everyone for listening today. As Nate mentioned, this is about becoming a better financial investor. And I did get this from a person that wrote to me, sent me an email, and they had questions about how to do it, basically. And so this is uh, a podcast on that particular subject. Investing can be a powerful tool to build wealth and achieve financial goals, but it does require knowledge, discipline, and a well-thought-out strategy. Sound familiar, right? We've talked about that many times, but those are the keys if you want to become a better financial investor. Today's podcast will cover some essential principles and strategies to help you improve your financial investing skills. To make this part real, let me tell you briefly how I bought my first rental house. I read a book on buying real estate and I was super excited. It was one of those times in your life when you just knew you wanted to do it. For you, it might be starting an online business or investing in the stock market or something else. But for me, when I read that book, and this was close to 40 years ago, the light bulb went off. I just knew that I was going to invest in real estate. And I didn't, at that point, I really didn't know how and how complicated it was or if I could be successful, but I knew I was going to at least try it. So what did I do after I read that first book? Well, I went back to the library and I borrowed a second book on real estate investing and then a third. I literally read 10 books on this subject before I made my very first purchase. That's interesting. I, I find that very interesting because I did a similar thing before starting an online business, honestly. Mm. I had wanted to start a business online for five to 10 years, honestly, mm. out of college and uh in this case, I had read a lot of books and I read a lot of blog articles, mm -hmm. listened to podcasts, but I struggled to take action. And mm -hmm. so that's interesting that, you know, you read 10 books before yep. you made your first purchase. It's just, you know, you've heard these stories about, you know, how do these people become such good athletes or whatever, or, you know, rose to the top of the class? They really worked hard. And in my case, I did a lot of study before I made that very first purchase. Now, I will say that even with all that reading, with all that education, it was still scary to make that first purchase. But I am so glad I did. It got easier with the second one. And by the third, even though it was my biggest purchase yet, I had confidence that I was doing the right thing and it wasn't scary. So let's get started. 
To become a better financial investor, here are six things that you would want to focus on. The first one is set clear financial goals. The first step to becoming a better financial investor is to define your financial goals. Are you investing for retirement, buying a house, or funding your children's education? Clearly identify your short-term and long-term goals to align your investment strategy accordingly. Everyone is different. So now I want you to take some time and write out what your specific goals are. Second, understand risk and reward. Investing does involve risk, and it's critical to understand the relationship between risk and reward. Generally, higher potential returns are associated with higher levels of risk. Determine your risk tolerance based on your financial goals, time horizon, and personal comfort level. A balanced portfolio considers both risk and return. Now, just a real simple example to give you a a visual. You know, when you invest in the stock market, if you put it in your savings account, you're going to get 0.01%. You're getting nothing. But if you put it in a money market account right now in 2023, you can get 3 or 4%. Okay, so now that's much better than 0.01%, right? Well, if you put it in a mutual fund, you could get a mutual fund pretty easily that will average 7%. And then you invest in more risky mutual funds, you can get 10 or 12%. So you see where I'm going with this? And if you start a business and the business has the potential to explode, you could do 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times that. You know, think of the guys that started Google or Mark Zuckerberg who started Facebook, right? Yeah, so the main thing there is you have to understand your risk tolerance, right? Right. If you need the money in two to three years, well, maybe don't invest in the stock market or put money in a mutual fund. Put it in a money market account or something that is a little safer. That's right. But if you don't need it for 10, 20 years, well, then that sounds like a great opportunity to invest in the market because you can handle a little bit more risk because you know over time the stock market has gone up around 7% or more than 7% Mm -hmm. over the last, what, 10 decades. Yep. And, you know, just that lay back on, for example, Google, you know, they're a strong, healthy company now. They're starting to mature. But I guarantee you, when uh, those two guys started Google, they were really nervous, I'm sure. They were probably excited, but they didn't know where it was going to go. They didn't know it would be as successful as it is. All right. The third one, let's get back to our subject, is diversify your investments. Diversification is a key principle of successful investing. By spreading your investments across different asset classes, such as stocks, bonds, and real estate, And with each of those asset classes, you can reduce the impact of any single investment performance on your overall portfolio. Diversification helps manage risk and potentially enhance returns. Personally, I've seen that in my real life. One year when the stock market tanked, I had a stellar year with my real estate, as an example. The next subject on becoming a better financial planner is educate yourself. And we've had this discussion on the last podcast. We've had it before. But to become a better investor, continuous learning is essential. Educate yourself about financial markets, investment strategies, and different investment vehicles. Read books, attend seminars, follow reputable financial websites, and consider consulting with a financial advisor. The more knowledge you gain, the better equipped you'll be to make informed investment decisions. 
The fifth that I wanted to touch on today is develop a long-term mindset. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme that you hear about from time to time. And the people that do that, 99% of them fail, and they fail miserably. Don't get caught up in that. Don't think that you're going to just go crazy and buy 10 houses in one year, and you're going to become this super rich person. It doesn't happen that way. Yeah, I always think to a piece of investment advice or really a piece of life advice that you've taught me many times, and that is, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Yep. Good. So develop a long-term mindset. Successful investing requires patience and a long-term perspective. Avoid making impulsive decisions based on a short-term market fluctuation. This is super important. I shared this on an earlier podcast that I had a coworker get completely out of the market at its lowest point in 2008 and then completely miss the huge gains the next 10 years brought. Instead, don't do what he did. Focus on the long-term trends and stay committed to your investment strategy. Remember, investing is a marathon, not a sprint. And lastly, number six, regularly monitor and rebalance your portfolio. Keep a close eye on your investments and review your portfolio periodically. Monitor the performance of individual investments and ensure that they align with your goals and risk tolerance. Rebalance your portfolio if necessary to maintain the desired asset allocation and diversification. So in conclusion, to become a better financial investor is an ongoing process that requires dedication, education, and discipline. By setting clear goals, understanding risks and return, and diversifying your investments, continuously investing in education, and adopting a long-term mindset, and finally monitoring your portfolio, you can improve your investing skills and work towards achieving your financial objectives. Remember, investing is about making informed decisions and staying focused on the big picture. Best of luck in your investing journey. Yeah, I really like all six of those points. And I think a key thing to remember is investing doesn't have to be difficult. You built a lot of your wealth in your free time. You had a family, you worked a full-time job, you, you, know, you did stuff around the house, and you were able to build a pretty significant portfolio over time because you did all those things. You had a goal. You understood your risk and return. You had that long-term mindset and you continuously were learning and educating yourself and, you know, monitoring your portfolio. But I'm sure you could probably agree you did all this without, you know, it becoming a burden for you. You did this in your spare time, right? I definitely did, Nate. And again, you know, I, I worked a regular job, so to speak, for 30 years. And so I didn't like to the point what Nate's trying to say is, You know, when I read those 10 books, I said, man, this is exciting. I'm going to go out and buy these rentals and go crazy. I didn't do that. I bought one and then I bought two then I bought three. And I did that. I don't know. You could say I didn't do it over 10 years, but I did it with a plan. And I systematically studied each one before I made the right decision to make that purchase. And then I did monitor it and watch over it, you know, watch it like a hawk for many years. And it took years before I started to see real return. And so it wasn't a get rich quick thing. And it's the same thing when I did get money, you know, from the rentals sending me money, I invested in the stock market and it was not overnight. It took a while. It took learning. But if you think you want to do it on a get rich quick process, uh, you're not listening to the right podcast. And I don't think it's a winning strategy. Yeah. 
it's a step-by-step process that's going to take time. And it reminds me of just uh, a friend I have in Austin, Texas. And, and he started out with a lot of student loan debt. And him and his wife got out of that. And now the next phase is where do they want to invest? And now they're deciding, do I want to get a property? And so all that stuff can be learned. It just doesn't have to be learned overnight. Yep. Good. All right. Let me end with three points I want to emphasize. The first one is goal setting is a critical first step to winning with money. Without a roadmap, you're bound to get lost. Take the time this week to dream a bit and write down what your goals are. And by just that one thing, you will be moving the needle towards winning. You're on your way. The second point for emphasis is understand your risk and reward. I understand that not everyone wants to be a real estate landlord or go solo investing in the market. However, you will need to learn the basics on these subjects. And if you can't do it or are not interested or don't have the time, then get professional help. Thirdly, educate yourself. Whatever goal you are trying to achieve, be it physical, mental, social, or financial, you must get educated on that subject to win in that area. And the last thing I want you to do to take action today is, today I gave you six points to understand how to become a better financial investor. Now please take an hour out of your busy schedule this week and do the first point. Set a clear goal of what you want to accomplish. Do that and the next point will be much easier. Yeah, really good stuff. As always, we do want you to take action. It's not about just listening to this podcast or reading a book. It's about taking action. So take those six points, put out a clear goal of what you want to accomplish. That wraps up today's podcast. On next week's episode, Dave has an interesting talk. He is going to share 10 things that differentiate the rich from the poor. What you will take away are some great ways that the rich win with money and win in life. We hope to see you there on the next episode. And lastly, if you like the podcast, we do ask that you would share it with a friend, share it with someone else, maybe a child or a friend of yours that is looking to save and invest. We'd love to have other people listen to it. And if you enjoy it yourself, if you could leave us a rating and review on your podcast app of choice, most of the time you can do that. If you're using Apple Podcasts, you just click on the actual episode and you scroll down and it will say rating and review or write a review. doesn't have to be more than a sentence or two, but we would really appreciate that. And lastly, Dave's going to end with a proverb. All right. The proverb today is Proverbs 3, 9, and 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with your first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. <laughs>